Just found out today that, like, the schools, the USC, or UCs, CSUs, CSUs um, notified people that they're not going to open up until, like, January, from the looks of it. Like, yeah. everything's going to be um, virtual, so. It makes me glad I'm not coming back next semester, because sure. I just take, like, from now on, I just have English classes, so it's like, how the hell am I going to take an English class online? Mm. Yeah, I hate online though learning so online learning was not made meant for people like me mm. who I'm like my computer does not mean anything yeah exactly <laughs> I don't feel motivated honestly I don't feel like I need to it's just it's boring but there's some people that learn a lot mm-hmm. and they're like oh my god you just have the textbook online you teach yourself you do this and I'm like how yeah how it's cool depending on the class when it's online because also Google is online. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I don't, not a, a virtual. Yeah, no, but I don't know. I'm taking a break. You're done. Yes. How does it feel being done? I'm fucking happy that I'm done. Especially because it's like it's been a goal of mine for a very long time because I've been in college for six years. It took me six years to finish my goal, and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're doing for like more than six years, or you are just tripping out about how long the journey might take, don't don't worry. Just keep going. That time's gonna pass anyway. Um, but yeah, like I, cause I came in with a handful of friends, and um, you know a lot of them just like dropped out, or like the more people, you know, they were just dropping oh, out. Really? Yeah. So I was just like. Don't don't drop out just don't drop out um and then i also have a few people know a few people who graduated <clears throat> and so i just told myself to just stick with it and it'll be over soon and now it's over and now it's on to like the next big goal how do you feel now like i feel like i've been defined as a student for like all of my life so now that you're not a student how do you feel who is Cheyenne? Dude, okay, it's funny that you even bring that up because the other day I was taking a shower and I was just like, damn, I'm done with school. Like, <laughs> I was like, damn, like, the thing that I've been doing for so long, like, I'm done I'm with done it. With it. Yeah. <laughs> so it was weird. Um, the universe has really been on my side since day one. It's just been hard to notice that. Um, even now, it's still kind of hard to notice that. But... <clears throat> I did college full-time or whatever and then right when it ends I land into a really good job don't get me wrong but it's like you know the eight to basically like the eight to five o'clock type of job nine to five yeah the nine to five um so it's crazy to see how I can see how people can continue like this this easy habit of just like being done with school and then right when you're done with school just jump into just full-time work mm-hmm. and I do like my job it's challenging and I do want to grow and get better and trust me all that but personally for myself I just don't want that to be it I don't want it to just be like okay I, I, you finish 20 school. years later 40 years later you're still like at a job yeah you know and it's all about like getting higher 
in this company or stressing out about this job like you know so it's, it's it was just it's very weird looking into it that you know because like there was one day i came home and i just like saw my bed and i'm like this is your life but temporarily like you know this is what you're doing like i like it i enjoy it but it's still somewhat enslaving because you really think that's the expectation it's just get out of school get a job and then that's that but that's the thing it is like a modern form of not modern form of enslavement let me not take it there but like you do that and everybody that's why people don't feel fulfilled mm -hmm. that's why people are like fuck i hate my job i hate my life i hate my wife i hate like everything you know yeah. maybe you don't but i'm just saying yeah. like you get to this point where you're not challenging yourself mm -hmm. enough or you're not i feel like everyone's artistical mm -hmm. to a certain degree you know and i don't know at the same time there are people that really enjoy yeah and thrive exactly. off that nine to five but there's some people that are like oh my god yeah like me that's <laughs> not it you know and so that's really it's yeah but at the same time it's really good that you were to get a job in your field even before you graduated i am extremely grateful and i do want to talk about how um, long story short, so this whole shutdown and everything was going on, and so, um, right when that happened, it affected my current job to where they were like, oh, you have to, oh, actually, no, I want to take you guys back, I want to take you guys back to, um, winter break. So, winter break, I, at that time, was currently having two jobs, even before when the semester was going, I had two jobs. Well, one of them, I was like, you know what, that, they were trying to move me up to be, like, basically, uh, um, supervisor or whatever <clears throat> I was like you know what I don't want to be here like I, I already know I don't want to work here I already know I'm not going to stick here for too long so I quit and they were trying to like you know come up with a way that I can probably stay in half of me or piece of me was like trying to say yes but I'm like no like I quit I'm quitting I'm sticking to my decision which is a little iffy. what are they trying to say they were just saying like oh we could be super super flexible with your your like hours like what if you just work one or two days or like stuff like that like just trying to talk oh. me into staying um and then i'm like no i'm gonna stick with it and so then i had my other job which is on campus and then i was like when i was standing on the cash register i was writing to myself i'm like okay i quit my last job and it's both jobs is basically like um, customer service, food service uh -huh. type of thing, Panda and Geronimo's. And um, so I'm like, this is going to be, when I quit from here, this is going to be the last type of job like this. Like the next job is going to be different. It's going to be like, like, you know, more. And so the shutdown started to happen here. So then the job laid us off. And right when the job laid me off, I started work at this company, which is a completely different, it's like engineering. You go from food service to like engineering. <laughs> so Zero it, to 100. Yeah, <laughs> like it really came up on me. It's full time and everything. So I'm very grateful for how that happened. So I never got the, you know, well from my, my mom's side or whatever, it's a little bit more difficult because I'm the only one that's working. So that part mainly was the financial effects that's happened since we lost the job, but yeah. Oh yeah, because your mom was working there mm -hmm. too. Oh shoot. She, well, but now she had the heart attack and everything. Mm -hmm. How is she, she going to go back like in a couple months? Or mm -hmm. she... The thing is the job is out. Like, yeah. It's, so if it comes back in in January, I mean, that would be cool if she were. 
But I don't know. It's like I want my mom to find a way to make money without necessarily having to have a job. Or well, I, I want us to figure that out. But like for me, I feel that no matter how old you are, you should be working. Yeah, you should be making some type of financial income. You should be able to. And I'm not saying my mom in, like specifically, but I'm saying for myself, like I don't ever, I can't see myself not ever being able to depend on myself. You feel me? Like I don't want to feel that I need this person to survive or like however it might be. So you should at least have money to cover your expense and stuff like that. Okay, like goals. <laughs> You got your job over there, so it's a good experience that you got that. Um, so now I'm turning it more into, I, I guess, some of my goals. Um, <clears throat> I'm starting a more serious job than I have in a while. Mm. Even though I've always had, like, serious yeah. jobs. Um, I feel like this one is even more. Because mm. before I was a loan officer. And I'm a, now I'm a senior loan officer. Oh, nice. Which is, like, above the ranks and everything. And, like, so technically there's loan officer, junior loan officer, and senior mm -hmm. loan officer. Which I was kind of technically doing, like, a junior loan officer job. But, yeah, so that's interesting. It's going to be a lot of work. But I'm excited to work and just be busy and focused in what I have to do. Yeah. And as far as me, goals really go into... I want my family and I to buy a house mm -hmm. in like a year mm -hmm. and I feel like we can do it mm -hmm. so that's definitely a goal and then that will just have a peace of mind uh, in my head that I know my mom's gonna be able to have her own house exactly. and I'm gonna have a place there and so that's uh, I can continue living my life exactly. you know I me and you are like in a lot of in a lot of ways the same situation mm -hmm. so that's one way that I'm like it could happen and I just want after I think like after like a year I'll come back to school mm -hmm. and because what I have now the reason why I have to come back is because I added an English minor but it'll be fine yeah. and I'm just ready to continue living my life and continue being structured in the goals that I have and mm -hmm. that I want because that's how you get things done you have a game plan and you knock everything out so little by little and where do you see Cheyenne five years from now uh, how old would I be I'm 24 so 29 years old so about um, yeah, that would be five. Yeah, about to be Dude, 30. I would be um, almost 28. Okay, actually, let me answer it not for five years, but like, let's just say when I turn 25. Like, 25? Then, yeah. So, by then, for sure, so within a year, I would want to be living in a better living situation. A two bedroom apartment is what I'm aiming, is what I'm aiming for. Um, finding like making income based off of the revenue of my books or endless more so by then um, not a large amount but like starting to have something small going um, longer hair longer hair <laughs> that's the most important <laughs> yeah longer hair 
alive still, of course, even get to see this stuff. Better in my Japanese and better in my financial habits. So. And better at my job. So, mentally stronger, actually, for my job. For sure. <laughs> so... I want to become more spiritual. Mm -hmm. I want to learn more what different... Not learn so that I'm like, oh, this is how this person's experienced spirituality, so I'm going to follow them, but more to get, like, a general sense of what other people have encountered. Yeah. And then through that, be able to find my own journey. Because exactly. everybody's journey is different, I feel exactly. like. Some people find it in religion whichever religion that is hinduism catholicism christianity then some people find it in doing rituals like ayahuasca and peyote mm -hmm. and just like more indian native types types of ways than other people like smoke a bowl of weed do yoga and they're like this is spiritual you yeah know? so <laughs> it's different for everyone and no one is better than the other one exactly. and no one really knows but i watched the show that i recently love and i love duncan trussell so much so everybody should go watch midnight gospel mm -hmm. in netflix because duncan trussell is a person He's done, you can just tell he's been through a lot, mm -hmm. and he's done a lot of like LSD and acid and just like experimented psychedelically a lot, mm -hmm. and which has like led him to have like profound experiences. But at the same time, he's such a funny guy and mm -hmm. like down to earth, and he's just the best. So he has a show and he's just going through the motions of spirituality and how people find that path or he has a conversation about loneliness mm -hmm. and how to become aware and it's just they're like mind boggling like I'm like oh my god what the hell and it just makes me want to meditate more because I've noticed like it's it's helped me a lot in just realizing what makes me angry mm -hmm. what makes me upset yeah and it's like the word angry is like this giant iceberg that under is like well did you feel used did you feel lied to did you feel betrayed did you like what is really and then beneath that is even another layer mm -hmm. you know so i love that in a way that's spirituality and Liter uh, literature as well because Ernest Hemingway uh, one of my favorite writers he is big for the iceberg theory mm -hmm. that you're writing this thing right here but in reality all of these other things are happening and I'm not telling you so you as the reader have to just feel those emotions yeah. you know so like people do it through writing and working out or different ways everybody mm -hmm. has that journey but I feel like I want to become on that, I want to be on, and I am on that journey, because everybody's on that journey, and I've been, like, in, in moments where I, I face adversity now, I'm like, okay, what is really causing me to feel this feeling, yeah. why am I so upset, why mm -hmm. does it bother me, and then really understanding the root of it, and then learning to make peace with it, little exactly. by little, has worked a lot, both, like, in, like, in, internally mm -hmm. with my own mental health the reason why I left my old job the reason why we're gonna move like problems I have in my relationship just problems and everything it's like 
is it really this or is it this or is it even something that I'm not even thinking about and mm-hmm. suppressing so just that whole journey of becoming more self-aware yeah. and understanding is good for yourself and good for others mm-hmm. because if you start to have that conversation with other people then you can open that literally open that conversation and then more and more people start to relate in their own words as well yeah exactly. that's one thing that I learned a lot about from feminist theory mm-hmm. that I love feminist theory and I understand that it's complex because you it's you're there's like let's say you you read books and then you read like theoretical more advanced complex language but then there's some people that like it's already hard and they write it even harder mm-hmm. because they have had the luxury of having formal education tutors and private tutors and like just served and accommodated to like this literary academic world where they're above it and therefore excluding other people that can't understand this journey has really helped me with problems that i've been facing internally in my job with my mom with my friends with my relationship just with everything as a whole so i feel like learning and then educating others and having that conversation with people will really help Mm -hmm. and in words that is beneficial to them Mm -hmm. because sometimes people can write something so profound and so meaningful but it's in a language that your average person won't understand yeah so it's like therefore you're excluding them Mm -hmm. and you're alienating them out of that opportunity to learn so that's why Um, that's one of the big things that I learned in feminist theory because feminist theory is all to try to learn the sources of oppression and why this has been happening and how we can change it it's like actively trying to cause a change not just this must be happening because of this and then let's leave it you know Mm -hmm. so but sometimes feminist theory is so is written by certain authors that are so complex and so hard that you just you can't even it's hard for graduate students to even understand it then how is the third world country or the woman of color who didn't have education or the single mother gonna really understand this Mm -hmm. who it's meant to be to help you know so yeah I just want to go on that journey Mm -hmm. and like I'm bringing all these different things like literary I can't talk uh, literature, feminist theory uh, religion because it's expressed in so many different ways like do you know David Goggins? Uh, yeah, of okay. course. So David Goggins, he found it through working out and mm-hmm. facing his own demons without any drugs, mm-hmm. without the help of psychedelics, but just really like going out there, going on a run, being yeah. as physically fit. Like the that was his journey. And then he, what I like about him is that he used to be like the average person that was struggling, and he used to have his bad habits. Like he was extremely overweight. He wasn't even like that educated or whatever, and like. He really told himself to man the fuck up and do what you gotta fucking do. Like, I, I fuck with him. I like him. But, yeah. Do you um, want to summarize his story, like, a little bit for people? Or um, what you know of it? Yeah. I So, basically, David Goggins, if that's his last name. Okay, cool. Um, he was a guy, from what I understand, 
he was overweight, you know, like he, I don't remember if he said he was like a, like he killed bugs he for was a like, living or he did something that was a, just a job. Okay. And then he turned his life around by really going through, I think he was trying to be a Navy SEAL or it was some type of like, a, he went into the, basically this, he started doing the service or he went into the service. Are you looking it up? Oh no. Um. Yeah, he wasn't Navy SEAL. So it was so a Navy SEAL, I think, yeah. I don't know if this is my wrong misconception, but uh, he was, like, not a thug before, but he was, like, in some weird stuff as well. And then he went into becoming a Navy SEAL. And Navy SEALs are, like, there's, like, a hierarchy in, like, the military. Mm-hmm. There's, like... The first ones in, last ones out are usually, like, Marines and Navy SEALs. Like, Navy SEALs are badass because what they do, and then there's just different levels. But, um, yeah, his story, and then he became an ultra-marathon runner and an ultra-distance cyclist. Yeah, he got really, basically became, they like to call him the Superman, but the thing is, he really transformed his body and did that extra stuff because he used to be, like, overweight. And, like, he, he, you know, he felt bad for himself. He was, like, an average person mentally. He was weak. But he went and basically transformed his life. And um, he's huge about, like, no excuses. Like, you just got to go out and fucking do it type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, he's badass. Yeah, he's one of my role models. I listen to him. Um, but, yeah, that's that. Going back to the topic of, like, spirituality, um, I personally love it. And I know I'm not even full, or who knows if I'm halfway in my spiritual journey, but I basically started it when I graduated high school, um, so beginning of college. My mentor has been, was the one that kind of introduced it to me, and throughout college, you know, I got curious about believing in God and stuff like that, like... I, there was this one guy who he was really into the church and so I started hanging out with him and I went to like his bible studies you know and I would tell them I was like okay you guys like I believe in God but my God is not the same God as you and that was what was confusing because like when people ask me like do you believe in God I didn't want to say no because I know I don't believe in who they believe in who their God is like to me my God is like Union, like I highly believe in the universe. Like before, I was never spiritual, never even like religious. I was an atheist, but like the universe, like that's that's my God. That's the person I talk to. Like you give whatever, like you ask the universe for whatever, you can get anything you want. You just mm-hmm. got to put in the work or like go through those lessons that the universe like delivers to you. So I love I love spirituality, and then when you get to like connect with other people from their perspectives of their spirituality or if it's the same but like it's still different in whatever type of way like you learn a lot and I feel like it brings you even closer to the universe for me it's my god yeah because it's like what you put out there it's I I wish I knew like the proper term or, or stuff like that but manifesting manifesting the positive yeah, Energy it's like, karma. I want to be a good person because I hold myself to those um, standards, mm-hmm. but not because I want 
somebody to look at me and be like, oh my god, she's a great Catholic. Mm-hmm. She is your standard person, mm-hmm. you know? Because there's been a lot of things that I don't agree with the church with, but I was raised up mm-hmm. in this certain way. And then there's a lot of things that make me, like, deviate and go... Like, I love the whole aspect of Hinduism and spirituality and just that different connection and then there's aspects um, that I actually, like a lot of Catholicism like what I learned recently was um, the La Virgen de Guadalupe, Mm. which is the version from Guadalupe of Mexico Mm. Um, she was actually a pagan uh, goddess that the church in 1531 Uh they turned her into something else Mm -hmm. they're like okay i like this one we're gonna take it and this is gonna be ours now but they took she was the serpent goddess Mm -hmm. but they took away like the whole serpent side and they took away her they desexualized her Mm -hmm. as in they took away all all of her sexuality away and made her a virgin they turned her and molded her into this person that the masses can just accept and be like, okay, this is what it is now, you mm-hmm. know? But, I don't know, I don't agree with a lot of things, but I just want, I probably believe in more pagan mm-hmm. sorts of beliefs yeah. that you have different gods, and it's probably not even one person mm-hmm. in specific but it's more like of a feeling of or an aura or whatever it is that different things that you can channel so what one thing i like about pagan or like wiccan i like at one point i wanted to get into that but i just knew i didn't have the motivation or the time to dive into that um but they're huge on like giving back to mother nature or like doing little rituals and burning little candles and then they're you know some of their um i don't i don't i don't know what they call them but like some people call it spells some people it's different stuff but like a lot of it is just like positive reinforcement and um you know like just saying some stuff unless you're into black magic or whatever but you know, it's pretty, it's interesting. It's just getting really close to Earth on a different type of level. I agree. I agree. I experienced one ritual when I went to my first, um, like, I'm, I, I just call it sexy lady shows. But at the middle of the show, they, like, tied, we all had to hold hands and, like, say this chant while they're up on stage doing some stuff. And then one of them came down and, like, tied, um a string through everyone and then we have to do like these chants the people in the audience as well yeah but everyone and the people in the audience like you had to everyone was a part of this ritual and they had us doing chants and then they did like this like your serpent so they were making us like like hiss or whatever yeah i did oh shit <laughs> and i was just like oh, and I, I tried to add a little update too and i was just like what the fuck <laughs> like that was a night where i hung out with these two people for the first time i brought like a hunting knife with me just in case it was not safe <laughs> but yeah that was a nice experience oh, wow. oh shit I feel, it was pretty and then they cut the string yeah it was dope but yeah going back we were talking about spirituality but yeah, I just hope to really be on that journey and I just want to be the best person that I can mm-hmm. for myself, mm-hmm. really. And to know that I'm providing good energy so hopefully other people are getting good energy and it just keeps on 
uh, giving. Yeah. You know? It's a virus. Yeah. Positive. It's a positive, positive. virus. Alright, we hope you enjoyed this video. Stay tuned for two weeks from now, another episode of our docuseries of The World of Academia. Yes. And follow us on Instagram at Endless Wonder, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere for Spotify. I know, I saw the squirrel. And say bye to the squirrels in nature. Bye. Support your local boba shops. Yes. Boba Tea House? Boba Mine Tea House? Or something like that. Mm. my hair grows and then it doesn't. Same with my hair. Like, I feel like it's been... <laughs> what is it? What is it? You scared me! Oh it like a green bug! Ew, what did you with my hair now? So, go to Glasses USA and put in Maria Vietoro. Yeah, <laughs> shut it up. Put it